0: Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Thursday, May 12th in the year 2022. Remember today, a half hour after this show at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern is the Brighton TV program, which is going to run 45 minutes instead of an hour today because I have a meeting at 310. But all's good other than that. Before we begin, make sure you're keeping your health up and your immune system strong. We are surrounded by the stresses and and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day, while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at expeditioncoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X P E D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Well, Patriots. The world is as crazy as it was, in spite of the fact that we have a crippling inflation, record gas prices. The Biden administration has canceled more oil and gas leases in Alaska and Mexico. So that's just going to run gas prices up even higher. You can expect probably, well, if you're not ready for it, here it comes. It's going to be like $8 a gallon here pretty soon. There's no question about that. I'm going to be talking all about that tonight on Bard's FM. And, I, and it's, I'm not going to get into it too much here, but there's something else going on here that's evidenced by what's not happening. And I'm going to talk a lot about that tonight because here's the bottom line for all of you people out there that might be listening that believe in the green agenda. You can't have a green agenda without oil and gas, not with the current technologies. It's not even possible, not with the current industry structure. So something else is happening here, and we're actually kind of watching the unraveling of the global economy. And I don't think it has anything to do with the WEF, the World Economic Forum. I think they're boxed in. But what we're we're witnessing here is, again, a lot of stupid that's happening out here. This is a great little piece here about kind of this idiocy that we go along with with banks. It's one person playing two different parts of the same story, but as if he's having a discussion. This is really good, take a listen.
1: So my million dollars is safe in your bank? Yeah. And if you guys go bankrupt, you'll only insure 25% of my money? Yep. And even though it's my money, I can't take out all of my money at once because there's a withdrawal limit. Yes. And I get penalized if I don't have too much money in my account. That's right. Hmm. And lastly, when you invest my money and get around a 10% return, you'll give me like 0.01% back.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, sounds good to me. Here's my money. There we go. Give your money to the banks. They will only insure twenty-five percent of it, depending on how it is, up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. They will not allow you to withdraw money all of it at once at over over a certain amount. They will penalize you if you don't have enough in your account, and they will pay you some piddly interest rate that, as they make not only about eight to ten percent on return, but every dollar that you put into the bank, they create ten more to loan out. It's magic money, but we continue to play along. <laughs> you just can't make this stuff up, man. I'm serious. It's like, well, there we go. Nice. So the world as we know it is unraveling. And we're going to have to really, I think, zero into a lot of the things that are happening. There's a piece that I just came across earlier. I'm still going through it. But this is another one of these crazy world. The, the woman that was behind Roe versus Wade that eventually... um came to accept her relationship with God through the Roman Catholic Church, and then on her deathbed even turned her story again because what we're learning now is that all of those pro-right Christian, I mean the Christian speeches that she was giving, she was also being paid for those. So not only was she being paid to support abortion, then when she went against abortion she was being paid – by the conservative right to speak against abortion. (laughs) You literally cannot make up this zoo. This is absolutely unbelievable. So we just take a deep breath and realize that this is the world we are now in. So buckle up because God's bringing a sword to the world and it's going to be a mighty one at that and it is coming down upon us and it's going to take everything you have in faith to walk through this. I keep referring to the book of Habakkuk. Please take time to read it. It is so important and to really grasp what that means because it's huge. All right, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let us pray. Father, we come to you today just very humbled. And again, we're, we're putting ourselves before you, Lord with the whole concept of the belt of truth, to truly embrace what that is, to walk in the place of truth and the mightiness of that sword. So much of our world is built on lies, deception, selfish desires, twisted truths, half-truths, and Lord, we begin today just by praying for the, the destruction of all of that, 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 to reset this world on a simple foundation a foundation of truth, and Lord, that that means we we're talking of justice, and again a deeper conversation, but one that comes on our hearts today that justice truly is about setting what is wrong right, bringing the wrongs and making them right, not vengeance. And so, Father, we pray for the dispelling of vengeance in hearts that may be out there, and the, as we talk about what's about setting the wrongs right. It is also about walking in the plain walk of truth, the absolute truth, and being truthful with you and being truthful and accountable to you and Christ Jesus. We are at a point right now where that everyone who has cut a corner and has created a situation where each of us has to pay the price for that. And it's not just one thing. It's, it builds on itself. And we have discovered in this process, Father, that so much of the world, if not all of the world that we are currently working in, have been built on foundations of sand. Foundations, foundations that are weak, foundations that are misguided, foundations that are half-truths. And so in this process, Father, as we come to this, we, just, we pray for this resetting of a world back to the, the rock of faith. And the true walk in in speaking truth, living truth, living through Christ to you, Father. What we need is a tighter and closer and more intimate relationship with you. And that seems to be the greatest struggle across this land is getting past the head nod and the, and the Sunday touchdown, so to speak, to just get a touch-and-run idea that somehow that if we pray a little bit on Sunday, all of everything is going to be okay. We need to arrive at a point as a nation where we are all eyes open and truly living and realizing that all that we do, everything we do, is through you and because of you. As we walk that path, there is going to be many stumbles, and there continues to be many stumbles, so forgive us in our transgressions in this place. And yet we also know that We have a deep responsibility, a heavy responsibility to be truthful and honest and to understand that there's a certain point where if we keep redoing the same thing over and over, it's not just insanity. It's not a a forgivable. We turn to Hebrews 10, 26 to 29 today, Father. And it reads, For if we go on sinning willfully after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire which will consume the adversary. Father, we have to come to a deep understanding that we are accountable, each of us and collectively in this land. And as we face some of these challenges coming forward I would hope as I speak, and I I just open this up to any that are listening to join in this, I hope that we embrace this coming time, this collapse, this challenge with great enthusiasm and joy in our relationship with you and faith, knowing that you are guiding us to such a point, no matter how difficult it is, that we will be relieved and reset in such an amazing way that where we will be pivoted back to a time and a place where we can once again put you upon the throne, find our true and loving worship through Christ Jesus to you, Father, and understand that our purpose in this world has never been about us. It's never been about our selfish desires, our selfish needs, but instead it is about occupying the land literally and expanding the kingdom to take it back under control of you. We have a mission here that has been a mission from the start, though it has been deeply diluted and obscured. We have been sent here to reset this place through you. We have been given dominion, Luke ten 19. We've been given dominion over scorpions and snakes and dominion over all the powers of evil. And it is once again, it is up to us to truly embrace this and to understand what that authority is and to act into that authority. Not by wanting to buy something new at Walmart and not by trying to pay off our credit card bill, but instead to be acting in the noble blood that we are, in the righteous way that we are, and to truly understand that this is a time for the righteous to rise. Truly a time for the righteous to stand boldly in this time, not to waver, to hold fast as you bring that sword to the world, as the sleepers awake in awe, stunned, many of them Disoriented. It will be us who stand in the righteous path, who truly hold that intimate relationship with you, no matter how intense the storm, knowing that our footing will not be destroyed, that we stand on that rock of faith. And no matter how challenging and how difficult it may be, this is our mission here. That, Lord, is our prayer. Our prayer today to bring that strength, that awakening, that warrior spirit to the many to walk in truth as a true warrior, to walk in truth in this fight in such a marvelous and magnificent way that there is no fear, absolute fearlessness for where we walk, knowing that in that path, no evil can prevail. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It is so important to appreciate these words in Hebrew 10, 26 to 29, Exodus 10, 26 to 27, for if we go on s- sinning willfully after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there is, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire, which will consume the adversaries. I want to offer something to you today, which is an interesting perspective as we, just to kind of think about it. I'm going to get into it fairly heavily tonight in Fishers of Men. But this struck me today in a conversation I had earlier. and I want to go back to Luke 10.19. I'm going to read it, and I'm going to point out something. Now, again, if you aren't familiar with Luke 10.19, Luke 10.19 is red-letter language. And I've been really hitting on these passages heavily for weeks because there's so much in them as we unpack them. Luke ten nineteen reads, behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. We read through this pretty quickly and we read through the snakes and scorpions, I would say very topically, but I want to remind you about something. This passage is red letter language. These are words that Christ spoke. What did he mean by snakes and scorpions? This is one of the best translations we can have on this. It's truest to the form of its original, which is the NASB 1995. And I think when we read it in our minds, we just kind of scurry over it as if it's a metaphor, but Christ doesn't speak in metaphor. Not at all, in fact. And so there is something that, is worth looking at and remembering, as I found today, which will be part of tonight's discussion. But when we look at currently, if we consider that snakes are everywhere in this medical occult and in the worship of the senior leaders of the Catholic Church and many other places, there is something else I came across today that is... Rather eye opening, and it has to do with Sirket, which is the scorpion headed goddess of the ancient world. My point of this is Christ was not speaking in metaphor, but rather very specifically about things. And when you dig into Sirket, I think as we will dig into this more tonight, you will be stunned to discover something. Sirket is the goddess of medicine, magic, healing, fertility, and animals. That's the war that we're currently in. So I encourage you to look at Scripture, obviously, in as, um, as much as we can. But when I say keep an open mind... Remember that when we're reading things, especially in red letter language, we're not talking in metaphors. And yet so much the way we talk about it is. Ask yourself always and challenge yourself to look deeper. I'm not saying this is a singular answer. I just find that this is amazing when we start to look at it. And all I did today was look at scorpion, in, scorpion gods and worship today. And I stumbled on this and I was like, wow, there's something much deeper here than we're acknowledging. And it is very important for us to start realizing how powerful the words of Christ were, and and I would even argue how true. Now, as we know right now, there is a war going on once again against the children. I'm going to play two short pieces for you, same person on TikTok, and this is yesterday's piece followed by today's piece, so take a listen.
2: Wondering wonder why we're having a shortage of baby food in America. The answer has been revealed to us. The Michigan plant that supplies our baby food formulas has been shut down and the plant has been cleared by the FDA. It is not associated with the bacterial deaths that happened with two children. So why is the lab not open? And the FDA has given no timeline, but they may have revealed the answer to us. The FDA plans on importing the baby food from the overseas market. Why are we importing something that can be made in America? Here we go again, importing a product that should be made here in America. And of course, no one is addressing this issue. I myself are on hunt for baby formula for friends of the family. How are we in a country of abundance having a problem of feeding our babies? Who's getting the contract for the baby food? How much of our taxpaying dollars are going to go to this? This game of putting politics and money over people is endangering our children.
0: By design. By the way, uh, there's also another report, which is not here, but I'll, I'll just share it, that there is Mass supplies of baby food being delivered to the border for uh, the illegals that are supposed to be coming across. So, here is part two of this baby food update.
2: So, if you saw my previous TikTok on the baby food formula, I got some more news for you. Artificial breast milk is coming to your shelves, courtesy of Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and Mark Zuckerberg. It was just announced this month that that formula will be on the shelves in the next three to five years. But considering we have a shortage right now, the expectation of that coming to your shelves may be a lot sooner. Not even surprising that the billionaires are now going after our babies.
0: The whole idea here is to replace everything natural with them and their artificial creations. This is putting us all in a very simple choice, which we talk about a great deal. And the choice is which part of this path will you walk? If you're at this juncture and you're trying to reach over and solve the problem through the systems that they are giving you, you are following their path and will arrive at the destination they want you to be. If, on the other hand, you're resorting back to the old ways, then we're going to be looking at things very differently. The question I ask, which is, An obvious one. Obviously, I'm not an expert in this area, and I won't claim to be. But I am really quite curious how we have become so dependent on baby milk when apparently for a few thousand years, man did just fine, or women did just fine without it. It is unbelievable how this has happened. Now, one other layer of this, which is pretty crazy. There are reports, and these reports are out there that babies are rejecting mother's milk of mothers who have been vaccinated. That's amazing too. So I don't, there's no solution I have here other than I do know that there are baby formula mixes that the FDA are now telling you, don't make your own baby formula. I'm not going to advocate for it because I'll probably get in trouble if I do. I would just tell you, use your common sense and just keep in mind historically, we didn't need baby formula before, now suddenly we do. And ask yourself why we suddenly need it and are so dependent on it. It's that simple. So I don't know. I mean As I, far as I know, a mother and her child have kind of a natural process of being able to feed and raise. Hmm. Didn't know we needed Walmart, but I guess we do. I'll just leave it at that. What can I say? Patriots, you have a lot of challenges ahead. They are definitely constantly trying to upend us in every way possible. And they are trying to intersect every possible natural way that we have in living to put them in control of what we need. I would encourage everyone to continually pursue that path, which takes you back to the ancient ways, and it's what we refer to constantly in Jeremiah 6.16, and take the lesson that's put before us in this passage. Thus says the Lord, stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is and walk in it, and find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk in it. That's essential. Which side are you going to be on? We are at that juncture now. And it's happening fast, faster than perhaps we expected, but I would say faster by the way God leads to force this all into the open and to put a sword to the world so that we can decide now where we're going to be. Walking with God in the trust and faith, using the wisdom and knowledge but within us and is available for us, or seeking the path of dependence on a state that's run ultimately by a Luciferian order. That time to choose is now. Patriots, Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. We need a lot of prayers for clarity, discernment, and the healing of this nation. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you in the next half hour at Brighton TV or tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now.
1: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war This country was conquered by those who move forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard, because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it.